you, everyone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is the God. All those who love the Lord, say, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about that, just saying that from your soul. When's the last time you told the Lord that you love him? That long ago? Amen. We're just grateful and thankful for those that are here today to praise our God this morning and to worship him. And to give thanks. God is good to each and every one of us individually. Isn't he a good God? Amen. I'm going to tell you a little secret that we, most of you probably already know. But when you're going through something, learn how to praise your way out of it. Some people don't know how to praise it. They just allow things to just accumulate, and they just sit there and feel sorry for themselves. But you need to learn how to praise your wife. More things come on you say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I appreciate you. All the things that we go through, and most of the things that we go through, it's not so much because of you, it's because of this enemy that we fight every day. Even in your sleep, you're fighting the adversary. Yeah. But it's something about learning how to fight up spiritually. And don't you know, Satan already know he can't win. He's already lost. <laughs> When Jesus said it's finished, that means everything would finish. Hallelujah to God. So you might as well get your shout on anyway. Tell somebody that says, already finished. Hey, hey, hey. Already finished. Amen. Just before this morning's sermon, amen, my dear friend is here all the way from Africa. He's going to come and leave his remarks, amen, just before this morning's message. Um, I'm glad to see him, and we're going to give him another time to minister, but not today. Amen. Let us stand as the man of God come in the name of Jesus. Come on, Bishop. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says be strong in the Lord. Not to be strong because you are an American. Devil is not afraid of you because you are an American. 
Do you know that? He's afraid of you because you're a son and daughter of God. Not because of where you come from, but because of who you are. Can I hear a big amen? amen? You know, in my own country called Nigeria, we fought a war for three and a half years. The eastern part of Nigeria want to succeed, want to leave that country, and have their own country called Biafra. And there was a war, a very terrible war. About three million people died. And then uh, that part became a kind of slave to other part of the country. But God, in his infinite mercy, when revival broke out, immediately after the war that ended 1970, revival broke out right in the midst of the same area that was neglected and was killed. Many of us Turn alive to Christ. It was just like some of us, the Lord visits us in our houses, change our lives. We started preaching. And a lot of souls were turned to the Lord because of that great move. There was a powerful move of God that 1970, 71, 72. As we continue growing, we took this gospel to the northern part of the nation. That's where we have Muslims. It was like a play, but the Lord in his mercy gave us open doors. From there we went to the western part. You know, we asked God to remove hatred from our hearts. Because with hatred, you cannot preach the gospel. Are you hearing me? When you have hatred, you can't preach the gospel to those that you hate. But God healed our hearts to love those people in the north and those in the west. And we were so badly persecuted but we thank God because of his grace. Yes. You know, when the Bible says, let grace and peace be multiplied unto you, yes. it means a lot. As I'm talking now, my prayer for you, I don't know who I'm talking to, but to you, that grace and peace will be multiplied unto you. Amen. If you have it, 20, you are going to have it 50. Praise God. And after that, it took us another about uh, 40 years after the war. A kind of a new persecution came up again. And this time, it was not a play. 
a lot of houses, a lot of churches, a lot of church buildings were burnt and destroyed in the north. And it looks like it's not okay with them. They started planning to come down to the east because the east is dominantly Christians. And a lot of things happening. You know, in Nigeria, we have a group called Boko Haram. Boko Haram is a terrorist group. And every other Islamic jihad movement. And they decided and vowed that they're going to eliminate every one of us. Fortunately or unfortunately for them, we got a president that is a, a Muslim. For eight years now, we in the eastern part has been going through rough time and hard time. And we made up our mind, we decided to have our own group too. A group that defend us. Not that we want to go to war, but want a group that when they come to us, we can be able to withstand them. When this group came up, what they did was to ascribe us as terrorists. We don't have guns, we don't kill people, but they have guns, they kill people, and they will not declare terrorists. But we who have no gun, we are there to defend our own people, we are now ascribed as what? Terrorists, although it's not accepted in the whole world. Other part of the world did not accept that. And it became so fierce, so terrible, that things are happening. Souls are dying. People are perishing every day. But one joy we have, great joy, is that the Lord said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. God is not a man that will make a promise to you not to leave you and forsake you. A man can give you a promise, I will be with you. In three years, he will just abandon you. But this God whom we serve, he called Amahaya, is so faithful that his word is settled in heaven. He said, heaven and earth shall pass away, a judge of God's word will never. If God said he's going to be with you, he will be with you. If God said he will not forsake you, he will not forsake you. If God said that he's going to help you, he will help you. And today, we are standing, trusting the Lord that he will surely give us victory. We're praying. I would like everyone to be praying for that nation. It's a great nation. So Nigeria is a great nation the devil hates. But we believe the devil will never win this war. Can I hear amen? amen. The devil will never win this war. Because the Lord has his people in that nation. And we believe from that nation we take this gospel to other parts of Africa. Nigeria, in map of Africa, 
Nigeria is just like a gun. I'm seeing you coming. He can understand me more because he's a preacher. He knew that it's so dangerous to give a preacher a microphone. Because he will turn from testimony to preaching. Amen. Amen. All I need from you to be praying for us. Yes. I thank God for the bishop. Thank God for the support I've been receiving from this church. And I believe before I leave, God is going to use you to see that the widows, because a lot of men died. We have more widows today more than before. Last year, December, January, we fed about 1,600 widows. I'm believing before I leave because we're going to feed them this December. Bible said, blessed is he that considered the poor. Bible says it's good to give to the widows, to the orphans. I just want to say thank you Amen. for all you have been doing. And thank you for the one you will still do. I thank you in advance. I thank you for what you have done. And I'm thanking you for what you will do. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Where is that, my beautiful black girl? Where, where are you? Come up here. She putting her shoes on. Yeah, put, put your shoes on. <laughs> my wife for 48 years. Come up. Thank you for helping her. When I married her, she was so skinny. And she had been eating from me, growing fat every day. Now he's bigger than me. I want Bishop to be able to go home. <laughs> I'm just kind of being led of the Lord. <clears throat> so many times we don't realize what other people are going through in other parts of the world. And, 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 and we complain about what we go through. And I'm not saying we're not going through things. <clears throat> but some of these things cannot compare to what our brothers and sisters are going through in other parts of the world. One thing I know about this assembly, we know how to pray. So I'm going to ask that you stand with me. I want all my ministers to come to the pulpit. And we're going to pray for our brothers and sisters in that land that, that God would help them and protect them and keep them and encourage them. I just, I just felt to do this. I don't know, but 
We're going to do this. We're going to pray that God would protect them and keep them. So many times we don't know what people are going through and experiencing, and they come here. Amen. We just need God to continue to bless them. All right, preachers, you know how to pray in the name of Jesus. Church congregation, I want you to pray with us in the number in the name of Jesus. 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 Amen. Now assist them as you help them up. Thank you, Lord. Let the church say amen. Thank you, preachers, ministers. That's in order. So many times we don't know what our brothers and sisters are going through in different parts of the world. It just seem like when it's not us, we don't care, but we care. If you have the Holy Ghost, you ought to care. I have been to the foreign fields and I, I know what goes on in some of the places and, and we need to keep them in prayer. And even when we're here and they're gone and not here, just say, Lord, remember. Not that God forget, but that's how we usually pray. Lord, remember, brothers, sisters, so-and-so. Help them, protect them, and keep them. That's very, very, very important. Amen. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. I want to ask you to open your Bibles to Psalms, I think it's 31. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you so much. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. Thank you. And be glad in it. I know some of you are going through things, but you can be glad in this day. The whole day is not lost. And things can change in a day. 
Amen. So you can start praising the Lord in this day, even before God do it. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalms 31. And just because you don't see the, the preacher and his wife here, you, you pray for them because uh, they're going through things in their country. We are experiencing things more and more and more. More and more people are turning to the, the enemy and, and darkness. And we go through things. We need to learn how to pray and have compassion for one another. Amen. And start living for God and stop living for the adversary. That's right. The scripture says this. This is very, very, very important. I don't know if we get to all of it, but at least we can make a start at it. <clears throat> One of the most important things, and please forgive me. I don't know why my voice is acting the way that it's acting. So if you hear me clearing my voice, I'm just trying to get through this message. But right now, the most important thing to me is the first two words in this text. In thee. <laughs> that's, that's the message right there. What an honor, what a privilege. In thee, O oh Lord. This is my decision. Do I put my trust. You'll never go wrong. When you decide to put your trust and your confidence in the Lord, I'm I feel led to tell you things are changing right now in your behalf. Watch and see. Document it. Write it down. Your prayers are being answered right now. Write it down. Write this date down. God is doing hokumosha. God is doing things for us right now. He know what we're going through. He know what we need. And I'm praising him in advance. Do I put my trust in nobody else? I put my trust in the Lord. Let me never be a shakamoshah. A shame. When you put your trust in God, you will never be ashamed. It is impossible for God to lie. So whatever you're asking God for, thank him for it in advance. You may not see it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Hope for me, I don't have it, not seen, I don't see it. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Then he says something very profound. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. One of the most important things about this text, and, and, and I've been trying to get further down the road with this text, and, and, and God had put a stop. <clears throat> and and there, there are times I have been asking other ministers to minister 
because it seemed like I can't get further down the road. And so I, I, I questioned myself, I'm missing something. Lord, what, what are you saying? What are you saying to us? First of all, we were in the last of the last of the last of the last days. The Bible said these days, God tell us, there will be a falling away, a great falling away in these days. People will not love. People will stop loving. People will stop caring. People don't love God. You know they're not going to love you. Something wrong. I understand things get, as we say, get under our skin sometimes, but it's something wrong when, you, when it becomes a way of life. We adapt to ugliness. We decide that's how we're going to live. That doesn't work in God. And we expect God to allow it to be. But the psalmist says something because he realized the importance of God in his life. There's a difference when you are in the church or hanging around the church. That's exactly right, Bishop. God is our fortress. When we're going through things, God is here to help us. Paul says, I can do all things through God who strengthens me. God strengthens me so I can do what? <laughs> Isn't that simple? Whoa, Woo, that's profound. Isn't that something you, the loser, people that put no confidence in you say you never do this and the other, but God said, I can do all things. You can do all things through Christ. If it's through Christ, I can do all things. There's nothing I cannot do. Satan doesn't want us to know that. You know, what is the reason for keep coming to church and keep coming to church and keep hearing the word of God and we're not successful in the word of God? You know, they, they have these commercials called action figures. You know, they, little little statue type thing, little figurines type thing. There's no action unless you bring the action. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to have to do everything and push and all this and the other. It's no, it, it's it's a fig, you know, your imagination. Ooh, but I I I just feel to tell this congregation. Think about something that you want God to do. Now, it has to be within God's will. That's exactly right. can't be something ignorant and crazy. Now, you have to do that. I've been preaching long enough. I've dealt with ignorance for years. And people can ask God to do ignorant things. God doesn't do ignorant things for people that are acting ignorant. Somewhere along the line, the saints should grow up. We know we go through things, we experience things, we suffer persecution, but we still got it together. Thank you, Lord. People want you to fall apart. God wants us to know Him and Him alone. We experience other things along the way. Watch it now, but I know God. You know how we know God? The scripture says, in the fellowship of His, 
fellowship. How can I fellowship in suffering? You know, sometimes suffering will make people leave, backslide, no longer walking with God, disappointed in God, talk about God, become despondent in God. But some of us just get rooted in God. Some of us call Satan to scratch his head. He doesn't understand. What I just put on you, you should be out for the count. Just as soon as you come to, you're praising God and blessing God. says, I don't understand that. I understand how much I love him. And you cannot distract me. The psalmist has a relationship with God. Ooh, that's so strong. I am looking not only for this church, but for us individually. And I'm not one of those preachers who preach prosperity. We're prosperous in God. I don't know what God is going to do, but sometimes that's people preach prosperity and, you know, there's a dollar in the sky and all this old stuff and all this. I don't always, but I listen, I hear a whole bunch of crazy to me. Financially, if you need something, you go get a job. Dollars don't be falling out of the sky most of the time. Well, I dreamed that the Lord. No, stop lying. Most of the time, you don't. You know, money do not fall out of the sky. You can get it if you go to work. And then know how to save your money. Don't mess up your money. And stop always depending and looking for somebody else to bail you out. The Lord blessed me. No, you on the bomb again. Y'all got quiet on me. The psalmist write because he has a relationship with God. I'm going to ask the question, but I'm afraid to ask that question because I don't want you all to lie. But we would love to think we have a relationship with God. Isn't that right? If I were to ask the question, if, and I'm not asking this question, how many have a relationship with God? Perhaps every hand would go up. Because we would love to think I have a relationship with God. Until God asks us to do something. <clears throat> he has established a relationship with his creator and he writes as if God has a statue bow down thine ear to me but if you look at that and examine that that's, that's wonderful because it's a personal relationship he didn't say to us Sometimes I just need God to hear me. How many can identify with that? Lord, hear me. I'm not writing on nobody else's prayer. Lord, 
Sister Ruth said someone, she was up here, she said that she needed, you know, God to help her. She wasn't looking for nobody else. And it's nothing wrong with asking people, say, will you pray for me and will you do? Some people want you to do everything for them. It's all about them. I need to know God for myself. The Bible says that I might know him. You, you know him through the things you suffer and you go through. He speaks because he knows God in the sense of who he is. He tells him, bow down. He understands how small and insignificant he is. But what he is requesting God to do is not insignificant. It's very significant. He tells him to bow down. I want to talk to you, Lord. <laughs> Deliver me speedily. Now, I need to take my time. Because there are times I need God right now. I, I, I've gone through the adolescence of holiness and you learn how to walk with God. I, I watch my grandson in particular one and he, he, he's doing real good. He just walks all over the place. He doesn't seem like he have any problems with, you know, stabilizing himself and walking and and all of that because he's becoming used to cool walking with God. People of God ought to be used to walking with God. We shouldn't be slipping and sliding and always in the same place all the time and always dealing with things you know is not pleasing to God. And keep coming in and out of here for what? If we can't hear well done, what's the sense in coming in here? I work on Gary Burt all the time. I don't always understand what I go through and why I have to go through, but if that's what I have to go through, then I'm going to do my best to go through that. And he says something. Obviously, he needs some help. He asked the one that can help him. He says, deliver me speedily. There are some things we go through, and I don't, Lord, don't, I don't want you to deliver me slowly. Or don't take your time. I need some speed on this one. I need some deliverance on this one. I know none of you have never experienced that. In this section, just this section over here, how many have needed God to, 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 to do something for you speedily? You need a right now deliverance. Just this section right here. That many? My Lord. I believe every hand went up. You needed God to do something for you right now. Oh, Lord. What about this section over here? Have you ever needed God to do something for you specifically? Watch this. I'm talking about God. I'm not talking about man. I'm not talking about some program. I need God. Get used to it. I believe there are times God allows us to be in situations knowing that nothing and nobody can help or assist other than him. Because God wants to show himself strong. That's why he said you can ask what you will. 
God, what in the world that you can ask what you will? That means there is nothing I can't do. That's why I said, is there anything too hard for God? You all don't believe that? That's your true now. <laughs> Tell someone next to you, say, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Oh, yeah, yeah. We may not get to where I want to go in scripture right now, but, you know, I, I have some little things in here that I get, need to get through. But God is sending a message and a word to us. I've already set you free. You don't realize it yet. It's a personal thing. It's a personal relationship. He says, bow down because he realized how exalted he is. And he realized how small he is. So, Lord, if you would bow down, it's easy for you to bow down for me to come up. What a personal request. I'm so cold, my now. I'm so excited about something. I'm serious. I'm excited about something. And I'm going to say what God tells me to say. I anticipate God doing. Thank you. What he is doing. I'm excited. The man is going through something, just like you and I, we experience the things. He said, deliver me speedily. He is saying to the Lord, Lord, don't take your time on this one. Be thou my strong rock. He could have just said my rock. No, I want you to be my strong rock. For a house of defense. So obviously he needs protection. To save me. And then there's companion scriptures. We won't read that right now. But he's asking God. He's in touch with God and not man. Because God can do it. Yeah, am I. Listen to me, church. God is setting somebody free right now in this congregation. And when he does it, you tell it. There's a personal relationship with the psalmist, the writer, and his God. He tells God his relationship and the closeness that he experienced with him. He's beyond the help of man because man is trying to destroy him. He personalized this thought or this request. For thou art my rock. You're my strength. You're my help. You're my deliverer. What's this? You're my fortress. You're a fort to me. 
You're my shield. You're my protection. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Then it gives supporting scriptures, supporting scriptures, supporting scriptures. Now watch this. Who said that? Somebody said, did somebody say take your time, Bishop? I thought I heard that. Thank you. I just didn't know who it was. I dare you to say this. Sister Nettie, they don't know nothing about the next verse. You see, but you have to be going, up, uh, you have to be going through something to, ooh, to understand this next verse. Aren't you tired of it? Aren't you tired of going through certain things? You act like there's no God, and if it is, he has no strength. Maybe you're not tired of going through what you're going through. For thou art my rock. Nobody else. No organization. You're my rock. And my fortress. You're my fort. Therefore, for thy name's sake, hey, lead me and guide me. I, I, I miss what all of my grandchildren, the other ones are getting older now, and they don't want Paul Paul to lead them about. You know, they, they want to lead Paul Paul. And I'm old, but I'm not that old. They don't know where they're going, but they want to lead me. Come on, Paul Paul. No, I'm not going there. Now, the little, the little man, I call him the little man. Now, he wants to lead me, and it's fine. You know, he'll take me somewhere. He'll take basically this finger right here, and there he go. He's taking me somewhere. I don't know where he takes me. And for, for some reason, he's accepting me, finally, after all these, you know, finally accepting me. He wouldn't give me the time of day. But all of a sudden, he accepts me. He likes me. He comes to me now. I don't know what it is. Somebody told him, I think he got some money. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I think he does. Be nice to him. You can get some. Got it. Because sometimes Sam acts older than what he is. But knowing God will cause us to act older than what we are. Yeah. Don't say it if you don't believe it, but I anticipate God doing something great. I just feel it. I'm not in here playing games. I just feel God is about to do something for us. He asked the request only God can do. Have you ever been in a situation where only God can do? Only God can help. Only God can deliver. Ah, if you don't believe it, don't say it. But if you believe it and you anticipate and you you expect God to show his mighty hand in whatever situation, whatever you are experiencing or going through, verse 4 says what? Stop! 
everything. So she Rashida. <laughs> some, some, Sister Pittman, some people don't want to come out. They, they, they're used to the trouble and the problems and the stress and not having it all there. Uh, not me. Uh, uh, I'm doing every, uh, uh, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. No. I'm, uh, uh, no, no. If, if I can't get out, Lord, pull me out. has changed. It's not the same. Tired of going through this craziness. Lord, pull me out. I'm trying to get out. Tell somebody, I'm coming out of this mess. Yes, sir. I don't know and it doesn't even matter to me who you are what you're going through I just know God can change your situation I feel good about this message Ooh, that's, I thought I would be further down That's strong. Pull me out. Change my situation. A net is to catch things. Some of the things that are invisible nets. Satan set traps for us sometimes. Sometimes we end up in a net and we don't even realize we're caught. And we just give up. Just because the net have you don't mean God can't change your circumstance. Tell somebody next to you, says, I'm coming out. I'm tired of my situation. I'm tired of what I'm going through. I'm tired of every day, what am I experiencing? I know God is greater than what I'm going through. I know I'm serving God. I expect something different than this, what I am experiencing. Pull me out. Ooh, I got stuck right there. Pull me out. Can't get out myself. Pull, Lord, pull me out. Somebody laid a, a snare or a net for me. 
And then the thing that we don't understand is the children of God, we go along with the ones who set the net. Instead of helping out the person, that's, that's my brother over there, that's my sister over there. Let's help them get out of that net, somebody, and let set, set a trap for them. Pull me out. Let the church say, pull me out. I'm old, shot. I thought I would be further down this chapter, but I'm stuck right here. Because, come on, God is doing something for somebody right now. God is pulling you out. Some people are entrapped. They don't want to be in situations. That they have laid privately for me. Somebody laid a private trap for you. They don't care for you. They don't love you. They don't want to see you succeed. <clears throat> but God allowed that because God knows he's going to deliver you. I feel this. I'm all, I feel this. I'm coming out. For thou art my strength. Into thy hands I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God, of truth. See, when God put his hand on you, it started causing you to change. Some people are very hard to get along with because it's all about them. They won't change until they're in a situation. And they want to say something, <clears throat> but they said so many things against you, they don't know how to come and approach you for the thing they've already said about you. Into thy hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God, of truth. A message of deliverance. A message of change. Right now. This is a right now message. I have hated them that regard what? <clears throat> mm -hmm. I've hated them, but I trust in the Lord, regardless of what they have said. Trust in the Lord. See, it's getting somewhere. Anytime you put your trust in the Lord, it's working for you. You know, I was thinking about something, and, and I'm not trying to be humorous right now, might be a little humorous to somebody. I 
there's some people are beyond stares and beyond people looking at them and beyond people talking about them and people making fun of them. They don't care because when God does something for them, they don't care. God destroys some yoke for you. You don't just stand there and just stand there and no move. For in him we live, we move. Did some of us begin to move and say, Lord, I thank you. Say, what's wrong with her? She's rejoicing. What's wrong with him? Rejoicing. <clears throat> when God comes by and does something for you that nobody can do, you better praise the Lord and bless God. The Bible said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise for his you ought to know that shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify. The Lord with me. And let all of us rejoice and be glad in it. The thing about the church now, y'all don't know how to be glad in the Lord. Being glad is contagious. Somebody else get happy next and you know you happy, you happy too. Somebody said, what you shouting? I said, I don't know. Everybody else is shouting. I really believe this. I believe that if the Lord allow you, somebody gave you or you inherited or somehow you got $10 million. I should have asked somebody else. But you think about it. Do you know your walk would change if you had 10 mil? You'd be strutting your stuff. Get you another nice car. Automobile. Move up on the north side, on the hill. Brick house. You all right? He said 10 million. Do you realize, Elder? We have more than that. We are somebody. Do you realize that we have the spirit of God in us? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There is absolutely nothing I can't do. I got the spirit of God in me. That's why I said I can do all things. You know you need to start practicing the things you can do. Aren't you tired of always just barely making it? Tired of this craziness? I can change some things through the power of God. That's why he said, I can do all things through Christ. The man is asking for a change in verse 4. He said, pull me out of this net. Are you all right back there? Are you still on that 10 mil? I got 
mind haven't got it yet, but it, it's going to register. When you stop and you think, look what God, didn't there something, the spirit of God in you? That's why I love every time I, just like you just did it. Aha! You get anointed. That's God in me. And I can do all things through Christ who what? Strengthens me. Bishop is back here preaching. I might go ahead and preach. I'm glad I got the microphone. Come on. It, it, but preachers know that it, it, a preacher can preach something make you want to preach. When right. we, we start critiquing and say, he should have said so, she should have said so, and so leave the per person alone. They're doing good. God, you want to preach. Ooh, I feel this. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I'm not trying to get y'all to shout, but I just feel something. I don't know exactly what it is, so I can't say it if I... If I knew what it was, I would say it, but something has just changed. Your situation, your circumstance, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a job. I don't know if it's money. I don't know if it's education. I don't know, but I'm not. Something has just changed. Your circumstance has just changed. It is past time. People that have the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, to be living the way that we are living. And if I'm going through, I'm going to still be shutting my stuff when I'm walking. I'm not going to walk around head on down and say, oh, he must be going through something. When you see me, I'm going to be shutting my stuff, Brother Orville. Praise him, Bishop. Praise him. God bless you. With some finesse. On, you know, well, you know what I'm going through. Uh, not me, not this man. No, no, no. President, what you going through, Bishop? I'm not going through nothing. You know what? Because God, amen, I put it on God. Cast your cares on him, for he cares for you. A lot of this stuff, you know, people, I'm going to do this. Do whatever you want to do. You put something on me, I'm going to give it to God. And go on about my business. Brother White, you don't know nothing about that. Then you're going to shock. Oh, you won't let me preach yeah. <laughs> But you know what? It'll make you want to preach. I'm excited about the Kuma Shah. I'm excited about this message today because it's already started. I don't know who's going to allow it to just happen. Your circumstance, your situation. I'm not in poverty. I'm not struggling. I'm somebody. Well, you got this and the other. Listen, I'm still, the poor man is something in God. Anybody that can embrace heaven is somebody. Verse 7, read it for me. Do y'all have your Bibles open? You going through something? Let me, hold on. Before you read it, turn to, go back, open your Bible, 30, uh, Psalms 31 and 7. How many, now don't just raise your hand just because I ask you. But how many is going through something? Just this section over here. Now, I don't, you know what, seriously, now you know I cannot judge nobody. In the sense of whatever you're going through, I guarantee you this section alone, because I already did that section, 
I did that. <laughs> Nettie, I got this. Do a motion. If you really believe in the power of God, are you going through some things that only God? See, sometimes God will allow us to be in a situation that only God can change. Nobody can help you. That's why things haven't changed. And you all keep depending and looking to that individual and say, well, so-and-so and so-and-so. There are certain things God leaves for himself so you know. Because if God would give me everything that he has, then you all would be worshiping me. Oh, I'm going to say it again. Ooh, Bishop Bird, Bishop Bird, Bishop Bird. No, no, God never does. Nah, -uh. God will not give his glory to nobody. There are times when Bishop Burt can't do nothing. And God fixed it like that. So you understand it's not Burt. It's Christ. Oh, hey! And when you need God to do the impossible, it's not impossible to God. It's impossible to you. Then you can go to the one who changed that was impossible. And go to God. And you know what he tells us? All you have to do is just what? Just a section. What, what do you have to do? Huh? Believe. Believe or what else? Ask. Do any of y'all know how to ask? One? Okay, two of you. All right. All you got to do is ask. Just ask. Do you know it's hard for me? Tonight when my, when my grandson wants something... And the way he comes up with those eyes and everything, and he's learned how to say paw-paw. And it's hard for me. And I play hard. I think I ain't giving you nothing. Because every time he treats me bad, he don't say nothing to me and whatever. He ignores me. So I'm going to pay him back. Isn't that something? I'm this old, and I'm going to be fussing with a, 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 a one-year-old. Uh, two. How old is he? Two? Almost two. Going on two. They just sitting over there. Sister Cheryl, how old your grandson? Oh, thank you. Thank you. The parents over there. I don't want to hear it. No, that's too late. I don't. Oh, he's talking now. How old is he? He just. I just feel emotia. I am so ready for God to do what God does. Listen to me. And God wants to bless us more than we want to be blessed. We got to get God off the clock. That's the problem with us. We get down with our way, you know, what time, what time? Don't worry about the time. God is timeless. That's why the Bible says even, there have been times I have sought the Lord with people all night and all morning. I left church, it was daylight. I left there, went home, and, and changed my clothes, and put on my work clothes, and left church, 
went to the house to change my clothes and went right to work, didn't have no sleep. And God, up my shot, renewed my strength. God is so ready to set his people free. And when we are free, we can set other people free. Other people are seeking God. Then what's the purpose of coming to the house of God and we don't change? Don't allow Satan to cause you to have an ugly spirit. Don't allow Satan to let you make you have an ugly spirit. Want me to say it again? God want to use us. Verse 7 says what? Stop, 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 stop. Wow. Where does the time go? Is that a quarter to two or something? Fourteen? I got to do what? I got to finish seven? All right. Well, we got another hour, so it don't matter, really. Saints say, yeah, you have another hour. Watch this. Amma, Anna. This is, I didn't know, I didn't know we were going to stop here. I didn't know where we was going with this. I wrestled with this. But, but somewhere, your deliverance is in this. I know that much. I have other scriptures, but I can't get to them right now. But we're going to stay with this. But right now, just for right now, verse 7, I will be in your circumstance, in your situation. I need somebody to be truthful and honest. I don't, I'm not going to ask you to say whatever you're going through. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to front you off or embarrass you to say that. But if, if you know that you are struggling with something, sometimes it seems like fasting and prayer don't even change your circumstance. Right now, if you would just determine and make yourself glad in the Lord, I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy. For thou hast what? See, God is concerned about your trouble. Thou hast what? Now, I see the time. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not trying to become Moshe. I'm not trying to embarrass nobody. But somebody wants some things to change in their life. You go to the house of the Lord. That's where we get our deliverance and our help from. But I have to overcome something within myself. Because most of the time we're negative people. I have to overcome my negative to see what God is going to do. I have to overcome my negatives. Gary Bird and his flesh is full of negatives. And I have to talk to myself. How, how many, I'll, I'll ask this section, I'm afraid. Do you? Thank you. You talk to yourself? Do you? Oh, he's, he, no, 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 he's, 
He's, he's sophisticated. He's saved. Nigga. I knew you heard me, you rascal. How many over here, you talk to yourself? We understand, Angie. How many over here, you talk to yourself? Yeah, you, you all actually talk to yourself. Well, here's a, here's, a, here's a clue. How many of you answer yourself? There's a problem. Pray for these people over here. They talk to themselves, then they turn around and answer themselves. What about this section? I wonder why we talk to ourselves. Huh? You tell yourself no. All right. You encourage yourself? All right, all right, I got it. Now this section said, where's he going to call on us? Well, my time is about up. <laughs> it's all right to talk to yourself when you're encouraging yourself. I will bless the Lord at all times. Brother Orville, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. How many talk? Do you actually talk to yourself? You know something, this church has a lot of members that talk to themselves, and it's all right. I talk to myself quite a bit. <clears throat> I'm at home by myself, and nobody's there to talk to. So I just talk to myself. People say, yep, I knew it. <laughs> so we're not going back over there. No. He admitted it. He talks to himself, and in addition to that, he answers himself. But I'm going to see God. Because I got to come on, shot. I got to get this thing right with God. I, I don't have time for foolishness. A lot of times people want you to go along. And they, for some reason, I don't know why people act a certain way and think they're hurting you. you. You ignore, at least I do, I ignore ignorance. Even when it's in me. I said, you're not going to do that. The psalmist write, I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy. Wrong scripture. No, that's the right one. I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy. If, if I can just get us to concentrate on that, I'm going to let you go. But I'm overcoming me. If I can, I will be glad and rejoice in uh, thy mercy. Do you realize it's hard to even say that without getting anointed? You can hardly read it without komosha, without getting anointed. I'm determined I will be glad. And in addition to that, I'm going to rejoice in thy mercy. For thou hast what? Consider my trouble. Lord, you consider my trouble. Mm -hmm. Thou hast known my soul in what? Lord, you knew all the things I had to put up and deal with. So God is changing your situation right now. Now, this prayer is not just for anybody just want to get up just so well. Everybody else is getting up. But if you really need God to change something in your life, 
Don't look around to nobody else. Lord, I'm coming for me. It's based on verse 7. I thought I would be down somewhere in verse 20 or whatever. Maybe I'll get you that next week. But our answer is in this. It's right here for right now. We need to know whatever you're going through, you need to read the preceding scriptures before you get to, I will be glad. Are you going through something right now? Yes, but I, I, I'm, I determined I'm going to be glad. Did someone deceive you? Did someone hurt you? Yes, I will be glad. Did someone lie to you? Did someone do? Yes, but I'm determined I will be glad. The man of the scripture says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord. But, 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 uh-uh. I will bless the Lord. But they said this about, I will bless the Lord. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to bless God. I'm going to magnify the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy. For thou hast considered Lord, you considered my trouble. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. You know this thing have gotten to me. Thou hast known my soul in adversities. And you've helped me. And then they have supporting scriptures. Now, I'm going to make an altar call. I'm going to make maybe perhaps two altar calls. But I need serious people. I don't need people getting up just because somebody else get up. I and mean, you know you're not going to change don't waste my time and don't waste yours. I don't care if two people come up here. That's enough for me to pray for. But I want things to change. I'm not going to keep going through the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. Amen. God is a God. Every day is different. There's not a day is the same. Aren't you tired of going through what you've been going through? How many is ready for a change? One, two, three, four, five. I need some help, Lord. So I'm coming. Sister Angie's coming. I don't know if she's going to come to pray for you all or come and get some prayer. Lord, she's coming for herself. Come with a serious mind. I'm going to let you go right after this prayer. And I, I want you in your your own situation, whatever it is. I'm not going to ask. I don't know. I don't want to know. Listen to me. This is between you and God. Let's get serious now. You and God. Lord, I want you to change this. You know what? Because the scripture says, God says, ask and it shall be given. Just ask. I want things to change. We're in the house of God, where God's spirit is, where God's spirit dwells. God's not going to make you conform. He's not going to make you change. But I'm going to change because I want to change. It's changing for the best. <laughs> I'm expecting a change today. Bashikuma, Bahia.
I've never done this before, and you probably don't want to do it, but this, it came to me, so I'm going to do it. Get close enough where you all can hold hands, touching and agreeing. Touching and agreeing. I'm going to pray a prayer of deliverance for your situation, for your circumstance. That God will deliver you from whatever it was, not is. Those of you that are under the sound of my voice, you can start thanking God for deliverance. I release you from your vanities and your struggles and your problems and your circumstances. it shall be given Lord change our circumstance in the name of Jesus change our circumstance deliver us oh God from our struggles and from our problems and whatever we are experiencing whatever we are going through Yield to the power of God. Change me right now, oh God. All the weakness that I possess, change me. Cause me to overcome me. By the authority and the power of the word of God. Strengthen me, oh God, right now. Save every soul that's around this altar. Change every situation. Make it so visible that we all can see it. Change the circumstance. Deliver us, oh God, right now. By the authority and the power of the Holy Ghost. Help us to yield to the Holy Ghost. Help us to speak truth in our lives. By the authority and the power. By the power of the Komosha, of the Holy Ghost. Lord God. I free them in the spirit of God. Each and every home, each and every soul, each and every person. I free them from every circumstance and every difficulty. I plead the blood of Jesus right now 
over every situation. I free them, oh God. In the name of Jesus, by the authority and the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.